Word on the street is that your favorite non-dairy milk alternative is actually worse for you than normal milk. And I get all my lattes made with this milk, so it might be back to the drawing board. Mm-hmm. Oat milk. Oat milk. Is the least healthy of all the non-dairy milks. How so? And it's less healthy than cow's milk as well. I was rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. How dare you? So you yelling at your latte? Yes. I get everything made with oat milk. Every Starbucks. You know, if it's available at a local cafe, we get it at home because it froths the nicest of the non-dairy milks. Yeah, it's uh, one that we would go to a lot. We've been drinking just regular milk, like not not just straight up regular milk because that's serial killer behavior. But in coffee, yeah. these kind of things, baking, we've just been going back to normal milk and cream. Well, maybe there's a reason that oat milk froths so well yeah. because it's just too bad for us. Anything that bad for us can't be good or whatever that phrase is. <laughs> you know what I mean. Sure. So anyway, this is according to registered dietitians, not just me, obviously. Mm -hmm. Suzanne Fisher and Trista Best, they're saying iron is the only nutrient that naturally occurs in oat milk. Cow's milk provides calcium, vitamin D, reboflavin, vitamin A, potassium, phosphorus, vitamin D12, niacin. And according to WebMD, compared to other non-dairy options like almond milk and rice milk, oat milk has more fiber and protein, but it's also higher in calories and carbs. So So that's not, they're not actually... Like higher calories and carbs. That's diet talk. That's what that is. And it has half as much protein as cow's milk. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm still going to go cow every time. Also, uh, riboflavin is how you pronounce it. I think you said ribo, riboflavin? Roll the tapes. Ribboflavin. But it's, do you, what's your backup if oat milk is out? Almond, but oat milk tastes so much better. Coconut's the best one. Coconut, hands down. This is the thing. I hate coconut water. Yeah. Coconut milk is probably the best milk alternative you can get. This article is saying almond milk is going to be the way to go in terms of like carbs Mm. and calories if you're doing milks. And they're saying, honestly, that real milk is the way to go if that's an option for you. I mean, if you're not vegan or lactose or anything like that. Having grown up on dairy farms my whole life and sucking it straight out of the cow... I support I the milk industry. Oat milk was healthy. I always thought it was good for you. That's how they get you, man. There's so many things like that where they like package it and like, oh, it is healthy, but you don't really know. I, again, I don't know how to, how much steak to put in. Like, oh, it's high in calories. Like, guess why we eat food? <laughs> we need those calories to live. But but when you're packing away four lattes a day, like me, it no, I'm just up. kidding. Here's your alternative that you can try instead. Did you know cockroach milk is a thing, Hannah? No cockroach no. milk. Why? They're asking, is this the new superfood? So it's a nutrient dense liquid milk produced from the brood sac of a female cockroach to feed its young. So you get all the little cockroach babies scurrying up. Immediately no. What? Immediately no. Come on. Okay, so the other option is maybe start trying to milk your cat. Would that work? Is that... Oh, I guess he's a boy, boy, eh? Yeah, that's not the kind of milk you want. I had no idea you could milk a cat. Oh, yeah, you can milk anything with nipples. I have nipples, Greg. Could you milk me? Yeah, Robert De Niro milk. That's what's for dinner. I'm in. Thank you, DJ. You're welcome. It's the Wither Report with Hannah Witherby on 93.9 Virgin Radio. Sports ball. Sports ball. Sports.
Ball. We know sports and balls. So Michael Bublé had a message for Leafs fans okay. at his Buffalo show. It is actually entertainment related. Uh-huh. <laughs> the Leafs just returned for their first regular season game last night. And it went great for them in typical Leafs fashion. They lost to the Habs in the last 17 seconds of the game. Question is, did Bublé jinx them? Because here's what he said on stage in Buffalo. He's wearing a Buffalo Sabres jersey. Of course. You know I know? There were people that came from Ontario to see the show. The Maple Leafs can suck it. <laughs> and then he does a mic drop. <laughs> he does. So, oh, can you believe Bublé. those words are coming from Buble himself? I love it. Just mm-hmm. what I thought. I couldn't love the, the face of Bubbly anymore. <laughs> He comes through with bangers like that. Good man. Blessings. And so here's the real question. Why does Ed Sheeran keep gifting people big marble penises? Mm -hmm. So apparently he's done this to Elton John and now to Sam Smith. Okay. So we got two of these these bad boys out there. Sam Smith says Ed Sheeran gifted him a six-foot-tall marble penis statue that weighed two tons. Here's Sam Smith talking about it on the Kelly Clarkson show. It's actually wild. I can't, like, I thought it was a joke, but... He, it, it's a, it's a six foot two um, marble what? penis that is, um, that is, um, it's two, it's two tons. It's two tons. And I'm going to have to get it craned into my house. What, where, what in your foyer? Like what, like what's going to happen? Like where, where, where? Well, I want to turn it into a fountain. Oh, Amazing. That would be crazy. Which, Amazing. Which I think will will be hard to do. Is this a gift that he gives people normally? He he gives people concrete penises. And he's not wrong because he also gave Elton John a concrete penis for his birthday. Um, (laughs) Elton John says, I don't know if it's because I've always been a prick or what. But But, um, Elton John added the sculpture is really big and beautifully made but hid it from the kids. So Mm -hmm. it's like somewhere, somewhere off in a corner. Well, I'll start. I finally know what I'm going to get you for your wedding, Hannah. I'll start working on that now. You got to find out um, Ed Sheeran's <laughs> giant penis sculpture plug. Yeah, that doesn't sound right at all. It'll be, or maybe I'll just like sculpt it myself out of clay or something. Marble is pretty pricey. It'll be like the scene from Ghost. Right. Sammy and I will just be working on it together, sculpting well, this massive. See, Sammy is an artist. Yeah. I, I feel as if I've, I'm in good hands with okay. Sammy if we're doing yeah. a two-ton for sure. Sculpture. I'll be the model, although it's not going to be six foot tall. It's going to be <laughs> That's fair. considerably smaller than that. Whoa, 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 what's going on? Hannah and Johnny on Windsor's new number one hit music station. 93.9 Virgin Radio. The Wither Report. <laughs> All the hottest celebrity news is coming to a TV near you. Wow, that was epic. Right, we, I'm excited. <laughs> we are taking over CTV Windsor. For a once-a-week segment. That's awesome. Yeah, super, super excited. So be on the lookout. It's going to air on Fridays. Congratulations. What a way to end the week. You know, it's Hannah and Johnny, by the way, on 93.9 Virgin Radio. Although I guess Hannah's going to outshine me now. No. She's going big time. Going to be on TV. No, no. Are you nervous? Just a little three-minute talking about... Ed Sheeran giving people giant penises. Are you act- literally going to talk about that? Uh, I don't think so. No? I don't know if the news... What do you think? Do you think the news crowd would like 
that story or no. Text 10939. I like to, I think I'll try and keep them a little more professional. Yeah. We can be goofy here. Mm-hmm. We can't be goofy on CTV. It's true. And people will know your face. They'll come and harass you in public. Be like, I had to explain to my kid what a penis was. <laughs> exactly. Like, well, Nate, that's got to happen sometime. I'm sorry. Oh, um, yeah. But no, that's really cool. So what, what time? Do you know what time it'll be airing? And- I think it's going to be during the 6 o'clock news okay, on Friday. P- wow. Yeah. That's so exciting. Pretty so sure. You came in ready to go today. It's that classic you're over-preparing for something because you said you have like six <laughs> outfit changes for this. I picked an outfit and I know exactly what I'm going to wear and then brought three other outfits just in case something happens between like the 10 minutes it takes me to get between yeah. there and yeah. here. You're just like, well, what if I, I get a stain on this one? And what what if, if I get sprayed by a skunk on the way over? What if someone smoking in a stray ash falls onto one of my outfits and, and lights, burns a hole in it? Lights me on fire Exactly. Completely. You have to be prepared. Stay but, vigilant. Uh, no, we're excited for you. Thank I will you. be watching, and uh, I, I truly believe that you are going to do better than this kid who did his first live TV spot. I've never been on live television before, but... <laughs> Apparently, sometimes I don't watch the sh- I don't watch the news. <laughs> That's just gonna. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna throw as many <laughs> apparently apparently as I possibly can. Never been on live television Ooh. before. Hannah and Johnny on ninety three nine Virgin Radio. When you think about roasted seeds, what are the first ones that come to mind? Obviously, pumpkin seeds. They are maybe the worst roasted seeds I've ever had. I've been widening my horizons and we've been lied to our whole lives. Everyone loves pumpkin seeds. Yeah, they're fine. But I think, honestly, the reason that we roast them and eat them is because we're carving pumpkins. And it's a great way to keep seeds from going to waste, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But they get kind of chewy. They get kind of splintery. They get stuck in your teeth. They're kind of like sunflower seeds in that way where it's like, sure, they're fine. But... The mouthfeel leaves something to be desired as far as I'm concerned. The mouthfeel. The mouthfeel's not on point. Yeah. Um, what is on point for mouthfeel and deliciousness and everything? The seeds of a butternut squash. Oh, my God. Really? Yes. See, oh. I just made a butternut squash maybe last week and threw out all you of the didn't. seeds. You didn't? Yeah. Oh, you're breaking 100%. my heart. You're breaking my heart right now. Uh, but I was once like you. I, I, I threw away the seeds from other squashes because I just thought of, oh, roasted pumpkin seeds. That's the thing you do. Any sort of squash, you can roast their seeds, and they're delightful. Like, well, literally, the butternut squash seeds are smaller, mm-hmm. and they're more manageable. I find them easier. Like, the guts of a butternut squash are way less slimy and all that than pumpkins. That's what gets me right? is the slimy. Way easier. Of it all. You can kind of just, like, pop them out of this little, uh, you know, whatever this middle section is where you scoop it out. You pop the seeds out. Mm-hmm. And same thing, you know, a little bit of olive oil, whatever, roast them. They are crispy little, like, undescribably just that crunch. That, what do you mean, ooh? That's the sound that dreams mouth are made noises. of. Mouth noises. You know how I feel about mouth noises. Well, I'm just saying. We should have a no mouth noise policy. Fair enough. Or at least before a certain time. So it's 6.45. Yeah. That's a good mouth sound, though. The crunchy, like, that crispy crunch. I've never experienced it with roasted pumpkin seeds before. Okay. But butternut squash on some other ish. It's on a different level. So well, that's your tip. Follow Johnny's cooking blog oh, now man. at 939virginradio.ca. You better post some recipes <laughs> if you're going to be talking about Should a big I start game. One? Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel I feel um, hesitant to give foraging tips too because I've been all over that because I don't want to kill anybody. Right. But uh, hey, if anyone knows uh, where any arrowhead plants are around Windsor, Essex, hit me up because I'm trying to go to the swamp and get some of those roots as well. To the swamp. That's, Who are, are you? <laughs> Get out of my swamp! 
Morning. Science says it has figured out the sexiest bald man in Hollywood, and it is Vin Diesel. Hey, Mr. Vin Diesel. Would you put him up there? Would you say he's the sexiest bald man? Mr. Family himself. What's real is family. That's right. (laughs) He stays so humble, even when being announced the sexiest bald man in the world. Well, they use a lot of different scientific formulas okay to determine the sexiest bald man this was a a study done by a search engine optimization company called a reboot (laughs) they looked at a bunch of different factors including the infamous golden ratio you know like perfect face they also calculated net worth into it which is a good one height and how often each guy was described as hot on twitter and then the final factor was cranial shine. Cranial shine. So, like, how shiny their head is. For instance, Vin Diesel's head. Uh-huh. Did you know Vin Diesel's head has a cranial luminance <laughs> of 563 candelas per square meter? Could you not, like, look directly at his head? Will it blind you? or? It means his head reflects light with <laughs> 70.46 of the luminous intensity of a standard light bulb. Wow. It's family. <laughs> That family right there. Good Lord. Yeah. I, I saw... love whoever made this. Didn't this... Because they? I guess they do this every year. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like we talked about it last year. And wasn't it Prince William they Prince- said was the sexiest bald man? Yeah, he's been downgraded. So he is on the list. Do you want me to go from bottom to top or top to bottom? Uh, let's let's start, start from the bottom, okay. like Drake. Number 10 sexiest bald man this year, Mike Tyson. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> Number 9, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Hey, the man himself. What can I say except you're welcome? Thank you, yeah. The Rock. Number 8, Joe Rogan. Oh, boy. (laughs) Number seven, Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis, all right. I get Bruce Willis and Vin Diesel mixed up constantly. How? They're the same person. No, they're not. Not even close. They're the same person. Number six, Jason Statham. Okay, I was wondering if Jason would be on the list. He's a hot baldy for sure. Number five, Prince William. Prince William, down to number five from number one. Down to number five. What do you think did it? What was the the difference this year? Just being generally problematic, I would say. He didn't shine his head enough. That's the problem. Do you know who's not problematic? Who's that? Number four on the list, Pitbull. How is, who has ever said that before? Mr. Worldwide. Mr. Worldwide. Mr. Worldwide. So Six, he's four? Uh, yeah, fourth. Sorry. Fourth. fourth sexiest bald man out there. Number three, Shamar Moore. Uh-huh. Number two, Ooh. Stanley Tucci. Stanley Tucci. You, would you put him as number one? I know you've got a thing for... Tucci gang, Tucci gang, okay. Tucci gang, Tucci gang. Yeah, I was going to ask what his fans are called again. So I guess it's the, you're the Tucci gang. Uh, I don't, there was an SNL sketch yeah. and they did Gucci gang, but it was Tucci gang. Yes, I remember. Yeah. So, so he's number two <laughs> and then Vin Diesel's number one. Wow. Okay. And that is the important study of the sexiest bald man of the year. No, that's not important. But what's real is family. That's what's important. Cranial luminescence. Yeah. So if you are a bald dude and you're like, man, I don't have good game. The ladies don't want this. Shine your head. That's the key here. You get some wax, rag, just shine. Up your candelas per square meter like Vin Diesel. (laughs) It's the Wither Report with Hannah Witherby on 93.9 Virgin Radio. 
So Adam Sandler is going to be starring in the next Safdie Brothers film, which will begin filming in the late winter. He was talking about this with Vanity Fair. He revealed his plan to reunite with the Safdie Brothers. Of course, they're the ones he did Uncut Gems with mm-hmm. on Netflix. I cannot say Uncut Gems with a straight <laughs> face. However... Uh, Adam Sandler says, I know we're going to dedicate ourselves into working our butts off and making sure it's as good as it possibly can be. And I know that takes a lot of time. So this is his second movie with the Safdie brothers. Maybe Julia Fox wasn't Josh Safdie's muse when he wrote Uncut Jams. I was Josh Safdie's muse when he wrote Uncut Jams. I can't. I can't. It's Adam Sandler. Oh, yeah. I would prefer to hear Adam Sandler doing his... That's what I want. Lizzo is getting her own documentary that is going to be available on Crave. It's called Love Lizzo. Truth Heals, and it's streaming November 24th. She posted the announcement yesterday with the caption, finally telling my story my way. There you go. And she's worked with HBO before, which is Crave. It's a watch out for the... No, no, wait. That was on Amazon Prime. That was also... Yeah, that was Prime. Just kidding. So she Are you kidding is or did doing, you not know? She is doing competing streaming services now. Yeah. Woo! Spicy. So she's going to be on everything. You won't be able to escape Lizzo. She'll be on every radio station, every streaming service. A Lizzo show on every platform. Knocking at your back door. Hey, it's Lizzo. Let me in. Please. She's like just twerking outside with a flute. <laughs> with a flute yeah. Like that would be my perfect wake up. Remember we were talking about how the new king wakes up with yeah, bagpipes? Yeah. Lizzo twerk flute. Work flute. That's my way. Okay. Ideal. I'm into it. Giselle and Tom Brady drama. You know we love this Giselle divorcing Tom Brady thing because we talked about it on the show before it happened and I'm Raven Simone. <laughs> we knew they were getting divorced as soon as she took that solo Costa Rica vacay, okay? So Giselle Bunchin commented on a very telling Instagram post that could give us a window into their relationship and why it didn't work out. Mm-hmm. There was a quote on Instagram, okay? It said... You can be in a committed relationship with someone who is inconsistent with you. It's probably how his fans feel right now, too. They're probably sharing it the same thing. (laughs) He's being inconsistent with us. Got it. And Giselle commented underneath this quote, the prayer hands emoji. She's like, I get it. She's like, yes, yes. (laughs) So that's implying potentially that her relationship with Tom Brady, he was inconsistent with her and that led to their breakup. Wow, marrying a sports star, an athlete, a quarterback, and he's inconsistent in the relationship? Who would have thunk it? Wow. It's like marrying a rock star, you know? Like, what do you, what do you think is going to happen? I it, guess so. Like, it's, it's, like it's, marrying Adam Levine. You know it's going to end badly. <laughs> Hannah and Johnny. On Windsor's new number one hit music station. Come on. 93.9 Virgin Radio. Kind of a spooky season event coming up. Dinos in the dark. Oh my gosh. Is this going to be what I think it is? Is this going to be like a museum after hours with wine dinosaur well, thing? Well, I don't know why you threw wine in there. That's just like a reflex, eh? Well, sometimes <laughs> when museums yeah. and art galleries have after hours parties, they will sometimes serve a this cocktail is, or two. I think more of like a kid-friendly event, but uh, at okay. Chimchuck, you're like not in. I'm like, out of my way, kids. <laughs> I want to see the dinosaurs. Bring your own wine. Uh, <laughs> Chimchuck Museum has this Dinos in the Dark event on Saturday, October 22nd. Uh, so they're going to dim the lights uh, between 6 to 9 p.m. and they'll have like a flashlight dinosaur scavenger hunt, um, self guided like tours and crafts and activities, Halloween dress up. Like it's a kid thing. Okay, in my <laughs> defense, when they did art after dark, that was totally yeah. an adult's cocktail thing. You're like, I'm I, not a degenerate. It's dark enough. No one's going to notice if I have a glass of wine or two. <laughs> Morning. Hey, Hannah. 
and Johnny. Hannah and Johnny. On Windsor's new number one hit music station. 93.9 Virgin Radio. Stop the future. I want to get off. And sign up for any of this BS. Is this another Johnny versus <sighs> Robots thing? Not quite. But I think we can agree that a lot of the things about living in the future suck. Like, we're here, right? We've got our little robot vacuums. We've got drone deliveries. Right. All these things. That's all great. And Mark Zuckerberg's metaverse. Mm. He wants us all to go into the metaverse and live in there. The thing is, nobody wants to. It has been, so far, a massive commercial failure. I will stand by the fact that Metaverse is going to be like 3D TVs. They made them, and they charged a lot of money for them, and nobody freaking wanted them. Well, here's the thing, because VR is huge. VR is a massive market. A lot of people use VR products. Meta just hasn't gotten it to click. It doesn't look great. Uh, Apparently, they... do a lot of people use VR products? Oh, yeah. Tons of people for gaming and stuff like that. There are products like the Oculus and all these things. For years, they've been really popular. And that makes money. VR content makes money. But something about this just doesn't click. And I think it's because they're trying to be like, this is going to be the new world, right? You're going to pay for this content. You're going to have a home in VR. You're going to be living in VR as much as you can. No. And people don't want it because it doesn't work. And I guess in 2021, Meta, which Facebook became Meta, and they're trying to do this whole metaverse thing, they spent $10 billion in that year alone trying to get the metaverse off the ground. Right. And they have, I mean, they're not, they're definitely not turning a profit over that yet. They haven't recouped $10 billion (laughs) yet? No, no. And they've had massive problems with trying to, um, what's it called? Moderate. Moderate it. Like, having people be in there to be like, okay, this is hate speech, this is whatever, this is bullying. They're having a hard time moderating it, uh, and like you said, they're having a hard time getting customers. And they thought, okay, you know what we can finally do to make people love the metaverse? We're adding legs. That was their big answer. Wait, nobody had legs in the metaverse? What were they doing? Just like floating around like nearly headless Nick from Harry Potter? Yes, they were weird, creepy, floating upper bodies with no legs. How can you even make a world without legs? (laughs) It wasn't working for them. People were not into it. And... So they It's like metaverse but waist up only. Yeah, and they okay. they made a they made a big deal about this because they're like we've heard you metaverse is getting legs. Who's excited? And they tweeted this video of the avatar of Mark Zuckerberg and someone else who's in the company like jumping around and like kicking their legs as a crowd of the other uh, avatars that don't have legs cheer for them. Oh, it's the weirdest, my creepiest, most messed up thing. And I that, would like to eject button from yes, this entire, this entire Ooh, situation. It's insanity. So, uh, yeah. That's your meta fix now. You can finally have legs in there. And the reactions on Twitter have been hilarious. Yeah, I saw one tweet, and it was uh, the video of Mark Zuckerberg kicking his little metaverse legs. And it said, soon we'll have legs. And one person quoted it, and they said, tadpoles, colon. (laughs) (laughs) Tadpoles are waiting for their legs, but they're coming. Yeah, another person was like, you know what? Just remove the upper bodies, just legs running around. It's a lot cleaner, I think. How about just remove the whole thing? I'm down. Welcome to 2022. Hannah and Johnny on 93.9 Virgin Radio. The number one party city in the country is just two hours up the 401. 
It's Hannah and Johnny on 93.9 Virgin Radio. I don't believe it. I don't believe it either. This is according to Uber, I guess. This they do this study. This study is based on how people use the app. So it's uh, insights about who's using the app late at night, like getting rides home from the bar, clubs, okay. whatever. Yeah. Uh, they also did studies about hangover foods mm-hmm. and all this. But the top 10 biggest party cities in Canada, and number one is London, Ontario. I don't Isn't believe that. Crazy? that. You like, don't agree? Uh, no. Come on. Even people over in Michigan know how much of a party city it is. Remember that call we had from someone saying that... They uh, went to the exotic dance club and yeah. the massage parlor afterwards on <laughs> a first date? London, baby. Party. Yeah, so that's number one somehow. Insane. Number two, what What do you think would be next on the list? Top party cities in the country. You can text 10939. You put Kingston up there. Yeah, because of Queens. Makes sense, and it is on the list. It's number four. Okay. But number two is Toronto. Oh. Toronto, of yeah. course. It's the big city. A lot of people go there to party. I'm going there to party this weekend. Uh, number th- number three on the list. Also, very surprising, Kitchener Waterloo, baby. Really? <laughs> they do do a really big Oktoberfest yeah. over there. There's, it's sleepers for sure, but yeah. to have London and Kitchener Waterloo in I the top three is crazy. Where's Windsor? Are we on the list? We're not even on the list. What? We Come got on. number five is Saskatoon. Okay. And then number six, Vancouver. That one makes a lot more sense to me. Winnipeg is at number seven. Now, is there a difference between partying and just like dangerous binge drinking? This is the real question. Because in Winnipeg, I'm like, yeah, sure. They're probably getting blasted 24-7 because what else is there to do? I can't speak on Winnipeg because I've never partied there. No. Who has? Uh, Regina at number eight. Number nine, Edmonton. That's one you can comment on. Yes, yeah. Is it a good party town? There's a lot of partying that goes on in Edmonton. Okay. Again, it's not super, like, pedestrian-friendly. So you do. You have to take Ubers. So that's a big part of it, too, right? You can't, like, somewhere there. I love that. This is the first thing I thought people were going to say. Text at 1093.9 says, I don't know. The party city on Walker is pretty good. Uh, Lots of party supplies. Just popping some (laughs) bottles outside of party city. No, no. It's not that. And number 10, wrapping up the list of the biggest party cities in the country, Ottawa. Yeah, where I hail from. No, which listen, I, I've partied in Ottawa. It's so boring. Yeah, no, the secret is to go across the river and party in Hull. Oh, in we Quebec. did that too. That's where it is. Those are the blackout nights for sure. Um, but if you're feeling a little let down, I will tell you, at least across in Detroit, they did pretty well on a list recently. There was a, a survey about the worst cities in the USA to drive in. Detroit was number two. The second worst city in the USA. Also for not surprising because no? the good old Michigan left. They uh, invented yes. that term for a reason. They also, because it makes no sense. They also recently won the worst coffee in America. Detroit just doing numbers on these lists in all the wrong in ways. The worst it, list. It's probably a combination. You've got your crappy coffee, the driving sucks, and then your sports teams are doing terrible. Like it all kind of feeds into each other. No, right? you need to have at least one of those three things. <laughs> yeah. Like give the Lions <laughs> or the Tigers a little bit of hope. Yeah. I'll count on some better coffee coming along before I expect that. Probably more likely. It's Hannah and Johnny in the morning. 93.9 Virgin Radio. If you were going to fight any character in the Disney universe, who would it be? Text 10.93.9. We're talking Star Wars, Marvel, anything they own on the table. I would love to fight Donald Duck. He seems really annoying. (laughs) Like, he's always doing things wrong. (laughs) 
Yeah, relying on Daffy. He's got Daffy. nothing going for Daffy's him. Daffy's a whole other cinematic universe. You just said everything's on the Tunes. table. That's Don't, Looney Tunes. Whatever. Talking... You just told me everything's on the table. Don't shade me for talking about the Donald Disney, and Daffy. When we're talking about Disney, Disney, Marvel, Star Wars, uh, stuff on Fox. You got it. We have to have some Listen, sort of Listen, if you here. have a cartoon character, just let us know on 1093.9. Okay, Don't fine. let Johnny shame you. Oh, if I will. you name a cartoon character, he's going to say, that's not Disney. Someone that's said, Nickelodeon. It's like, shut up. No, this person who just texted 1093.9, they know what's up. They said, I think fighting Buzz Lightyear would be hilarious. You're going to fight Buzz? That would be a tough fight, To infinity and beyond. Uh, but this happened at Disney World. A mom got in trouble, actually got tossed out of the park after she pushed Chewbacca. There was a. <laughs> I'm still torn up about why Donald and Daffy aren't in the same cinematic universe. One's Looney Tunes, one's Disney. It's very Donald simple. and Daffy Duck are like a couple. How can one be in okay. one and one be in the other? That's a hot take. That's a theory all on its own. What but, do you mean? Uh, That's like common knowledge that Donald and Daffy Duck are a couple. Okay, sure. If you've ever heard that, text us at 1093.9. But in this case, it was like a thing for kids, a Star Wars presentation. Ray was putting on this show and Chewbacca's there. And it's like, oh, we're having a great time. This mom sidles up like she's trying to sneak but she's in front of a crowd of children and she just like pushes Chewbacca a little bit just a little bit and everyone was just like what, what are you doing like why are you interrupting this show she thought she was doing something funny I guess but you don't like you don't go to these parks and physically touch in any way these actors no, right no not it's, at all it's ridiculous and they're just doing their job so it wasn't like it was a super aggressive move but people were like no you can't do that and she ended up getting tossed out of the park for that. fighting Chewbacca. Essentially, which, again, I don't understand because there's a lot of Disney characters who it would make sense to fight. Uh, more text at 1093.9. I would fight Max from the Goofy movie. He's a legend. I love Max. You would fight him. Okay, uh, Daisy Duck is a cartoon character created by the Walt Disney Company okay. as the girlfriend of Donald there. Duck. If you, I, you were saying Daffy this whole time. That's why I was hella confused. Now that makes a lot of sense. Who texted that? Uh, fixing it. They said she means Daisy. Oh, Thank I don't know. You. I just looked up wow. on Wikipedia. You, yeah, they, they've never texted us. Well, that's a first time texter. That's I'm hilarious. Totally, I totally thought I was saying They're Daisy. They're speaking your language. Okay. In any case. Well, you read my mind. Thank you. That was literally going <laughs> to bug me all day long. Here's the audio from when Chewbacca met that mom out in the parking lot after. So, and then, of course, the rest of the Disney gang got involved as well. Not a pretty scene at Disney World. I would subscribe to whatever new series that is. Disney Fight Club. Yeah, it's just all of them (laughs) wailing on each other. Yeah, sign me up, honestly. It's a podcast, and it's on the radio.